2: I quit piano lessons and said, I want to get myself a drum kit because I like uh, a song Glad All Over by Dave Clark Five. And I wanted to play drums. So I got a paper out, bought a St. George drum kit for 125 bucks. My mom somehow convinced my brother to still do something musically respectable, which is take flamenco guitar lessons. All I remember is me going out and throwing the papers and coming home and he's playing my drums. And then finally, I just said, OK, he's just better than I am. Eddie Van Halen talking about his uh, brother Alex.
3: Failed the drummer, Eddie Van Halen. I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. That is funny. I'd be out there throwing the papers. I'd come home. He's playing my drums. That is brothers for you. Ah, that's an endearing tale. <laughs> Poor Eddie is <laughs> passed now from the cancer. Shouldn't have started smoking. So no.
4: isn't the story, didn't everybody decide? So in the, the the early days, the theory was David Lee Roth was just such an asshat. Mm-hmm. Poor, cute, smiling Eddie couldn't deal with his ass-hattedness and yes. had to kick him out of the band. Yes. And then Sammy Hagar comes along, and he gets booted out of the band, and I guess he's a jerk, too. And then we find out later, a lot of it from Howard Stern interviews, that they're, they're okay. Eddie's the really crazy one.
2: Eddie is,
3: uh, like many musicians, a tad uh, inflexible eccentric eccentric stubborn emotional
4: well he had 3 different guitar companies make his signature guitar and the stories about how those ended are all you know oh, okay. blew up yeah and yeah. It just he just he you know well he couldn't a, make those kind of relationships work it would appear
3: as speaking as a guy who's been playing music in bands since I was 14 years old um the music is the hard part getting the music right and then the really hard part comes, and that's having the humans all get along. A bunch of creative, quirky humans.
4: One of my favorite stories, and this is not about music or Van Halen, it's about life, but it's around Van Halen. Eddie Van Halen died yesterday. Did we mention that at Eddie Van avoid-
3: Halen has passed. Coming up, a, a giant announcement you will enjoy about the 1619 Project. Cool. I want to hear that. Yes. But I, I
4: I saw this video in the last year, and it was all Van Halen when they were all younger. It looks like they're about, it's about late 70s, 1980s, something like that. Mm-hmm. And they're all four of them sitting there and being interviewed for some magazine, and they were talking about how they were playing in a club in Los Angeles six nights a week, two shows a night for nothing mm-hmm. for a year. Yeah. And somebody walked in and discovered them. And I just, those, I love those kind of stories, and more people need to, the, there's this. Idea that these super talented people from a different planet emerge and just immediately become stars. And the whole
3: sensation, the
4: whole I worked harder than you've ever worked at anything
3: in your life part of it gets left out. Oh, is that why you're telling this story? <laughs> I'm very disappointed. I thought yeah. you were going to make the point that they should have been paid a living wage for playing music in that club. They should have been making at minimum $15 an hour per. Even though they weren't really bringing any value to the club owner, they were being given an opportunity, kind of like my first job in radio, where it was kind of a balancing act between terrible pay and terrible performance, but everybody (laughs) got what they needed. No, the government should have stepped in and demanded that, that Michael Anthony, the bassist for Van Halen deserved a living wage that he could raise children on playing bass in a club because anything you do from fogging a mirror on should re- should result in enough money for you to raise a family. That is the idiotic argument that you hear so often these days and people fall for because their heads are pliable. It's not their fault. They were born with a soft skull, and I, I pity them.
4: Whoa! Whoa!
3: At any rate, a couple of quick stories. Uh, thank you, uh, one of our f- fabulous and beloved Los Angeles listeners, for pointing out that uh, someone put a big Trump sign that looks just like the Hollywood sign up overnight along the 405 freeway near the Getty Museum, the, my art museum. Um, Joe put all his
4: art in a museum because it's just it was too much to fit on the walls in his home.
3: Yes, exactly. A lot uh, of still life. Yeah, uh, KTLA reporter uh, Christina Pachucci tweeted a video and said, this is right in the middle of what's largely considered one of the most liberal cities in America. Authorities viewed it as a traffic hazard and ordered its removal. (laughs) Traffic is the traffic hazard in L.A. It doesn't need any help from a sign that people glance up at and chuckle. That's hilarious. But whoever's uh, put that up, you have our respect.
4: Boy, I love the Getty Museum. You ever been in there up on the top floor? Have a glass of wine, look out over the city. I've never Fantas- been. Oh, it's That's just something I got Fantastic. You know what?
3: Next time, uh, next time you have a little free time, I'll I'll bring you over. We'll we'll hang out with uh, my my uh, grandpa Jay Paul and and uh, my grandmother
5: Estelle Getty and going through the family entrance. That'll be fun.
3: Yeah, and we will. Uh, yeah, we'll look at the art. In fact, if you like any of it in particular, take it home. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Saturday Night Live had to pay their audience to show up, Jack. Oh, boy. Did you hear this? No, I didn't. According to, uh, well, according to news, um, New York City has some of the most restrictive COVID rules in the country, which means that media productions can only have people on hand who are paid to work for the production company. Mm. You can't just have an audience
4: that's a clever way to get around it, then.
3: So they paid $150 a head for which, folks to come in and, which, and laugh at
5: the the lame jokes. of the
4: good ones. Which is what people do when you have ridiculous laws, by the way. That is correct. People find a way around them.
5: I yes. believe the, uh, the quote-unquote audience was entirely New York City first responders as well. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. I heard it was heavier entirely. <laughs> because or Chris that's Rock cool.
4: had that funny joke of, people are dying. So that we could have
5: So these people yeah. can catch a good show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought that was good.
4: Um uh that reminds me Tucker last night with a with a good long segment on Tucker Carlson about ridiculous rules that politicians are making that they don't follow themselves, that they that other people are being, you know, chastised for not following and just mm-hmm. it, it really reminds me of Prohibition. It's very similar. Yeah. It's some sort of virtue signaling. There's too much drinking in America, so we'll ban it. Now, we're going to drink because we can handle it. Sure. But, uh, you know, you people can And it's the same thing with masks and a lot of the other stuff.
3: Yep. And on that topic, we have uh, a couple of different featurettes we can choose. Number one, what is the truth about Sweden and their very different approach to the COVID? How has it actually turned out? Most of what you hear about that will be dishonest because people care about nothing but their agenda. Um, and, and how they came to their agenda is a different story. But uh, we're going to take an honest look at Sweden and or, and, and we'll do one or both of these, and if we don't do them today, we'll do them tomorrow, the truth about uh, COVID-19 on college campuses. The explosion, the spike, the outbreaks, the hot zones. What has been the result of that? We're supposed to be aghast and horrified that, you know, 30 kids uh, tested a positive at Georgetown or whatever. Well, all those kids are fine. They're fine. Um, so the truth of that coming up. And we are neither deniers nor fear mongers. We just want to know the truth and pass it on to you. Isn't that honorable? The National Association of Scholars is out with a uh, statement. And we need to revisit. What's the name of that statement, Jack? The the grand statement by those hundreds, thousands of, of physicians and epidemiologists about how our COVID response is all wrong. What's, that, what's the name of that? We have the link at armstrongandgetty.com. It's the Greenberg statement, or the Green Bay Packers statement, or I can't remember that. I'll come up with the there. big old blanking statement.
4: Yeah, it's you. You haven't heard about it, which is amazing.
3: It's it's despicable. The that you Great heard
4: Barrington about. Declaration. That's right. Stanford, Oxford, Harvard dude got together and got five thousand different medical and health scientists from around the world to sign on.
3: It is literally morally repugnant that you're not going to hear this on the Alphabet Networks, the New York Times, etc., but we'll get to that in in a little bit. Uh, This is a different statement, a lot of statements these days. The National Association of Scholars has put out a statement that reads as follows. We call on the Pulitzer Prize Board to rescind the 2020 Prize for Commentary Award to Nicole Hannah-Jones for her lead essay in the 1619 Project. That essay was entitled, Our Democracy's Founding Ideals Were False When They Were Written. But it turns out the article itself was false when written, making a large claim that protecting the institution of slavery was a primary motive for the American Revolution, a claim for which there's there's simply no evidence. We call on the Pulitzer Prize Board to rescind the 2020 prize uh, for the lead essay. When the board announced the prize on May 4th, 2020, it praised Hannah Jones for a sweeping, deeply reported and personal essay for the groundbreaking 1619 Project, which seeks to place the enslavement of Africans at the center of America's story promoting or prompting public conversation about the nation's founding and evolution. Note well the last five words. Clearly, the award was meant not merely to honor this one isolated essay, but the project as a whole, with its framing contention that the year 1619, the date when some 20 Africans arrived at Jamestown, ought to be regarded as the nation's true founding. supplanting the long-honored date of July 4th, 1776, etc., Beginning almost immediately after its publication, though, the essay and the project ran into controversy. It has been subjected to searching criticism by many of the foremost historians of our time and by the Times' own fact checker. The scrutiny has left the essay desecrated and discredited so much that the Times has felt the need to go back and change a crucial passage in it, softening but not eliminating its unsupported assertion about slavery in the revolution. They get into a great deal of detail about this. The fact that the New York Times' own fact-checkers were screaming and waving their arms, you can't claim this. It's plainly false. They were ignored, egregious errors. Uh, they quote quite a few scholars who are, uh, come up with specifics about Parts that were not true were irresponsible, were uh, deeply dishonest, uh, fact picking, the rest of it. So uh, I don't know much about the National uh, Association of Scholars. They haven't invited me to be part of their group yet. Sure, soon. Um, but that's good. That's good. Yeah. It's uh and and oh by the by uh, the sixteen nineteen project and specifically.
4: Any chance of taking back that Pulitzer Prize? I mean, how, how much do you have to recant your... Uh...
3: Listen, to that. I sneeze and he grabs the reins of the show. Let me finish the sentence. Uh, the 1619 Project and specifically that essay are being taught in your kids' schools. Jack, over to you.
4: At what point do you lose your Pulitzer Prize?
3: The Pulitzer Prize Committee is so bent... I mean, they're so biased and ideological at this point. I It would be like trying to get one of those ninnies on MSNBC to disavow the idea that Trump is racist. Mm. They just they, they don't want to listen. They're, their constituency doesn't want to hear the truth anyway, so they, they're not motivated to.
4: So all that stuff Joe teased also, I figured out what I would buy if I were a super rich. The one thing I would buy if I were super rich for my kids. Just saw it for sale. Wow. Uh, among other things, on the way, our text line 415-295-KFTC.
3: Armstrong and Getty
1: The Armstrong and Getty show
4: By the whole way the whole or who's the best guitar player in the world is a stupid conversation I'm willing to engage in it but uh-huh. you know it's There are no right or wrong answers to this. Yeah, I really prefer the whole top-tier idea. Yeah, yeah. Who's among the best? Well, and there are so many styles. I mean, who's,
3: who's the greatest guitar player in the world to play on Willie Nelson songs? Willie is
4: I don't get you people who admire gymnastics or uh, physical dexterity over music but that's fine you, know, you get to do it however you want I'm sure you admire what you admire um uh, I clearly left the gecky the ge- the gecko tank open last night when I fed the geck gecko oh no. they called it his name is gecky the yes. animal is a gecko yes some high <sighs> and he's out he got out oh so when i gave him his crickets last night i must not have closed the door and so he got out so he's somewhere you don't have indoor cats do you
3: all your cats are uh ratters
4: um the cat is let in now and then we have two pugs in the house i told my wife i said you got to get the dogs out i said that's number one because that's we don't end badly yeah Yeah.
3: ever tell you about the time we uh cat sat for my my parents dear friend and you sat on a cat? No, we, 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 we tended to the cat, and uh, and it got into my sister's room where her guinea pig resided. Oh, oh my God. The guinea pig only lost its head. Oh, <laughs>
4: that's terrible. I don't think that's funny. I was just shocked by your story. Um, uh, I
3: trust and I me. don't mean it, it became uh, uh, emotionally englowed. It, uh, it, no, we, l- more literally. How, we tracked
2: with you, Joe. Yeah, Okay. Sorry.
4: <laughs> how old sorry. was your sister at the time? Because that makes a oh,
3: difference.
4: I'm guessing twelve. Ah. Oh. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Is I just
3: oh, maybe ten. I didn't ask we, her. We put down. Trust me, she knows the date.
4: <laughs> we put down our big dog a couple of weeks ago, and Henry was upset over that. And if I let of his course. gecko die. Uh, that is not going to be a good uh, parenting move, right there. How the heck did I leave the door open? I put the crickets in there and forgot to latch it. I guess. I think. Oh, I man. don't. Th- I doubt I left it open. But, by it was probably closed, but I think he pushed it open because it wasn't latched. Powerful why gecko. He, why is he trying to escape? I gave him a whole bunch of crickets. I think maybe to that- There's nothing on the outside you're not getting on the inside. You got a heated he did, rock. He, he doesn't know that. You got crickets. You got a all heated right. rock. It doesn't get any better.
3: The cricket's always juicier on the other side of the glass, as they say. I think uh, to help the family move on, there ought to probably be a trial, a liability trial. <laughs> and I would be more than delighted to serve as judge. Wow. And then a punishment of some sort? Needless to say.
5: Do all geckos look alike if
4: that species is
5: you're thinking about the old switcheroo that's yeah. pretty
4: good right there only problem would we got a discount on this one because he had a bent foot oh. oh discount geckos is my well what kind of pop punk band <laughs> so i either got to find one with the bent foot or get one with straight feet and bend one of the feet Those are my <laughs> a guy, I know oh a guy. that's troubling i kid wow um Good lord! No, he he really liked the one that had a bent foot because he thought it was special, and he's right. got problems, so that, that meant something I to totally him. Totally so. get that. No, me me uh. allowing Geki to die would be a really big deal in our household.
5: Uh, oh God, I no, heard. man! You Where is he? You didn't allow it to. I, I I reject the framing of that. You you made a mistake. And so
4: led bad. to. Yes. How do they look at that in the courts? Willful ne- well, negligence. negligence. No, negligence. No, it's not willful.
3: It's not. It, it, there was no wanton disregard for geki's life. In fact, you know, I think uh, you know your statements of the past would indicate the opposite. That it was an unfortunate but accident, it's negligence, to human, which, human negligence. But you can get hit pretty hard for negligence. Yeah, depending on the case.
5: Hmm. yeah and this one we're going for
4: maximum Any, just you know I'll throw it pockets. out there. Yeah. yeah if you know about you got lizards you're a lizard person you're wearing a cut off black t-shirt right
3: now um, you wish you had a snake but you can't afford you one. Wish
4: you had a girlfriend
3: but you so you know something well, about lizards uh, anyway
4: if a lizard gets loose where are they likely to hide where do they go do, you, do they always end up in the closet or under clothes or in the bed or is there a place that they yeah. tend to be yeah. If you know that, our text line is 415-295-KFTC.
3: The thing will seek out warmth, no doubt. I don't know how that helps
4: you. Can it climb
3: up the wall and end up like on the windowsill? We have hot and cold running lizards in our backyard. It's really quite astounding. They're all over our back wall because our house is stucco. Um, there are lizards everywhere. It's really, it's quite the lizard
4: paradise. So any of you are lizard owners. You
5: don't have to go to work. So just oh, take geez. the time to text me. Again, oh. You need help from these people. Wow. Wow. The thumb in the eye as they
3: reach out the hand of friendship. 415-295-KFTC. Speaking of animals, I didn't even get to golfer gored by elk. Uh, The number of people who are coming out against bail reform and and policing. Uh, Is there ballot tampering going on in Marin County, California? All sorts of stories. And the latest on the vid that you're not hearing anywhere else.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
2: lifelock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own join now and save up to 25 percent your first year at lifelock.com news that's lifelock.com news to save up to 25 percent identity theft protection starts here snag a job is where america goes to hire
1: with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring The
4: Armstrong and Getty Show. Going heavy on the Eddie Van Halen today, or the Van Halen music. It's amazing that he played such complicated guitar solos with incredibly simplistic uh, keyboard parts. I don't like this
3: synthesizer, too flatulent. But it worked
4: for him. Sure. Uh, Just came across something that's really good. We'll have to get this on the website. It'll take us a little while, but we'll get it on the website. What dot com, a guy who's compiling things they're teaching in schools from across the country, and he's encouraging parents to send it to him. Oh, yeah. We, and,
3: we posted this link several days ago oh, and we told did. people to go okay, to it. Yeah. OK.
4: Yeah. Um, it's great. It bears repeating. I was just reading the, the latest that he that he posted on there. And it's a good idea. And, and the, the main point is this was happening or was going to happen without your knowledge because, you know, you probably do what I do. You pick up your kid from school, or they get home, and you say, "How was school today?" And they say, "Fine." And you know, what's your homework? You know, you look at their homework, and you know, you got a couple of pages to look at, but you, you don't know everything they learned in the eight mm, hours they were nope. there. Yeah, and they don't, and they don't have the perspective to say, "Boy, we spent an hour learning the anti racist stuff from the from uh, that crazy book." They don't have that perspective. Teacher says, "I'm a racist just because my skin is light." Starts in Washington with the Black Lives Matter presentation at the Skyline High School. Uh, about microaggressions and white privilege, everything straight out of the the, um, Ibram X book. Then you go to Evanston, Illinois, where they're going to bring black kids back into the classroom, but keep white kids teaching remotely. Because the parents said, uh, or they were told, you're a part of a continuum of resistance to equity and desire to maintain
3: white supremacy if you complain about this. So they're going to bar white kids from the school. Holy crap. Yeah, I have an in-depth story on that if we get a chance. It's absolutely outrageous. It's incredible. It is the most raw and naked racism in generations.
4: A new way to grade uh grade papers, particularly math, so you can do the anti racist grading to allow for the fact that two plus two equals four is a you know a white construction.
3: My truth is that it's five. Well, I guess that's right on the test then. Okay. Oh wow. And that will yield better, stronger people of color. Say people who are so delusional they really ought to be getting mental health care. But these trends come and go. Education is so... I mean, education makes 13-year-old girls not prone to falling for trends. It's just unbelievable. There's so much dishonest reporting about the vid these days. Everybody has an agenda or a uh, kind of a, a base, grunting, caveman belief. And the ability to just look at the totality of what's happening... The positives and the negatives of every policy take Trump the hell out of it. It seems like nobody's willing to do that. We're trying to do that around here. Got this note from uh, Colin, or does he say Colin? I prefer Colin because colon sounds like the lower intestine.
4: There are people that go by the name colon? Colin Powell. All right. Yeah. All right. Obviously. No, yeah. that's a terrible name.
3: Yeah. You got to go by Colin. I believe uh, Colin James Hay, the leader of Men at Work, the fine Australian band, pronounced it colon. Although I could be wrong, I don't. I don't appreciate being named rectum. Right, I would. I would pronounce it uh, rectum, rectum. Anyway, I uh, got this note from Colin: Colon. Um, how come nobody talks about Sweden anymore? Uh, maybe because they were right. Everything the scientists said would happen, happened. Everything our scientists said would happen didn't happen. What do we have in our wisdom do? We continue to follow our scientists. Their scientists said let her, her immunity take care of it and it did. That's not exactly true. It's not that cut and dried, uh, Colin Colin. But I appreciate the contribution. He also passed along a graph of Sweden in which the uh the death rate went up very quickly and was uh, disconcertingly high and then has gone down, 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 and is still and is practically nothing. Whereas the United States went up, then down, 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 then up, 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 and then kind of flat, flat, then down, down a little bit and is now flat and disconcertingly high. I have in front of me uh, another article. This is from the Washington Post. Iceland, an early coronavirus role model, closes bars and gyms as cases rise. I could come up with a similar article on 27 to 43 different United States coming from both points of view mm-hmm. generally politically loaded say california gets credit for shutting down california experiencing a skyrocketing california opened too quickly too slowly blah 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 a <laughs> lot of crap flying around everybody has an agenda oh and you know the great ang uh, theorem of all of this is that we are so focused on the covid we're ignoring every other danger to humanity to children to our economy heart disease, cancer, mental health, addiction, the rest of it. It's, it's as if, you know, actually, this is a, a torn from real life. There are occasionally mountain lions about where I live. Not to mention uh, the occasional bear, not in my neighborhood. But A lot of
4: cougars hanging out at the golf course? Oh, that
3: too. Um, but <laughs> uh, the uh, there are mountain lions occasionally in my neighborhood. And uh, I do... Since I leave uh, the house at O'Dark 30, I glance around. I'll uh, get in my car before I open the garage door or whatever. I'm not going to be beset by a mountain lion, but, you know, what the hell. Now, if I started to not go to work because of mountain lions, and my wife is saying, what about the mortgage? What about our bills? We still have a kid in school. Not to mention, you're really irritable because you love your job. you got nothing to do. I'm listening to the mountain lion scientists. I would say indignantly to her. Because that's the only thing to pay attention to, is mountain lions. That mountain lion is COVID. COVID's serious. It's deadly. It hurts people. But that ain't the only thing going on. All right, more on that to come. But back to Sweden. I'm looking at the BBC, who uh, published a long article on uh, well the, the the title is did Sweden's coronavirus strategy succeed or fail? It is a very long article it includes lots and lots of lots of statistics and trends and opinions and the rest of it. The long and short of it given the time we have is it's not really clear but they're in a pretty damned good place they I'm sorry you should know I, I got ahead of the curve uh, too hip for the crowd Sweden did not have mandatory shutdowns. They encouraged mask wearing, social distancing. They left uh, gyms and restaurants open. Uh, there was a huge drop in businesses for gyms and restaurants because people perceived there was risk there. And sure. they balanced, like any thinking human being does, risk versus reward. And they and, and the risk varied on the individual. Am I old with asthma? Am I young and fit? Um, et cetera, et cetera. People made their own risk-reward uh, um, judgments. And they made a terrible mistake in not being more careful with their retirement homes, as they call them, uh, just like many other countries around the world did, including the United States. And that was a huge source of their deaths in Sweden. Was it? Was the old folks' homes? Um, but they are absolutely not clearly in a worse place or have had worse uh, deaths than the other places in Europe. Now, they had a higher death rate than other Scandinavian countries that did crack down, but they seem to be in a better place now, and they did not close their schools. Their kids continued to learn, continued to have social development, continued to interact with each other, to to blow steam off the rest of it.
4: Well, I'd be willing to argue if even if you did have a slightly death rate, but didn't crush your economy and kids went to school, that that's an OK trade off.
3: Yes. They also did not have skyrocketing rates. Of Tell
2: un- that to
4: the parents of someone who's dead. I saw somebody say on cable news, somebody should talk to Donald Trump who lost a loved one. That, that sort of argument makes
3: no sense to me. I know it. I know it. it. It ignores the reality of human life, that it's a risk-reward analysis from the cradle to the grave. Um, the other thing is they have not seen a skyrocketing uh, incidents of undiagnosed heart problems and cancer problems. And, a, uh, for instance, in Denver, famously, they had twice as many people found dead of heart attacks at home as were dead of COVID during a month-long period and the number of people found dead of heart attacks at home had skyrocketed because people were afraid to go to the emergency room because they were so terrified of the COVID. Ain't nobody at the emergency room, much less COVID cases. They screen you immediately, they screen you in the damned parking lot and send you over there. If you're having chest pains or you think you're having a stroke, get to the emergency room 10 minutes ago. But because the media is so tied up in terrifying you, partly as a response to Trump saying, don't be terrified, we have these horrific unintended consequences. So the word out of Sweden, it's not definitively yes, it's not definitively no. But the fact that it's not definitively no, they they didn't do well, and they headed off a lot of these problems at the pass, and their economy wasn't as devastated. Uh, it would indicate that the whole bellowing, we're listening to the experts, are, is the the, the the chattering of parrots. It's the bellowing of either idiots or people who aren't confident enough of their policy to help you understand You know what's good and bad about it. Fight the power, my friends. No, COVID is not a myth. It's not fake. It's not the flu. On the other hand, think independently, for goodness sakes.
4: Who printed this off for me, how to catch a lizard in the house? I did one, close off the room where you last saw the lizard. I think they've done that, although he would fit under the door thing, I think. But anyway.
5: They address that in the next sentence uh,
4: Check dark enclosed spaces to see if the lizard's hiding there. They enjoy hanging out in smaller covered spaces. You may need a flashlight, okay. Clearly. They like hanging items such as frames on the wall. Wow, hanging behind a picture on the wall. I'll be danged. That's I mean, going to be a thorough search.
3: I'd say. Jack's a uh, gecko gecky. Has escaped, perhaps uh, because I'd... he left the uh, cage unlocked. Oh, guaranteed. The, uh, not cage enclosure.
4: Guaranteed because I left it. Uh, uh, yeah. Because there's no way he opened it with his little, little hands from the inside.
3: Clever as lizards are. Darn it.
4: This is going to be a hard one to bounce back from if it has a bad ending. Mm. My son is going to be so unhappy with me. And rightfully so. Yeah. If, if
5: room closures are already being taken place and pets are being separated and it hasn't had an unhappy ending yet. You like my chances? I think so. Yeah. But your also, chances are decent. Hope yeah. is a dangerous thing. So, <laughs> you if, and your sayings. If if
3: Gecky meets an unfortunate end, and and it will be heartbreaking for the kids, and I, I I shed tears even thinking about the possibility, having lived through that sort of thing more than once. Uh, the clear response, because you own a pretty you know you own some land, get a crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go one bigger. Reptile upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. a crocodile, and not like a not like a freaking <laughs> what do they call those South American ones? The uh, I used to know this. Uh, I've forgotten more than you ever knew. <laughs> um, um, not,
4: not like something that fits in a fishbowl. You're talking right, like exactly,
3: yeah, yeah a, a crocodile. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Cayman. That's the word I was looking for. No, crocodile. Gotcha. Six feet minimum. <laughs> oh boy. No chicken out now, Dad. Why the stump, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> he went into the death roll. <laughs> I've got uh why- Turns out. It was just a forearm roll death roll overrated.
4: <laughs> I've got why you're always late, which is pretty good because 20% of the population is uh, always late. Oh, yeah, get to that. That's news I can use. That's, you know, that's actually something that could affect your life yeah. more than the latest political controversy that won't. There is the vice presidential debate tonight. which Oh, yeah. Very exciting. Which Joe is going to watch. Impactful. I am not. History changing. I will take in the echo chamber stuff and highlights that I assume they'll get afterwards, but I ain't gonna. I can't.
3: Edge in my seat.
4: (laughs) Telling you. Uh, All on the way.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
3: That stuff right there. Oh, that's good stuff. His
4: ability—he talks about that in one of his videos. His, um, his using, uh, harmonics melodically and in time. Mm. Nobody had done that that way before. True that. And uh, that's really cool. Anyway, I like
3: the description in the USA Today of the eruption—a uh, furious minute forty-two guitar solo that swoops and soars like a deranged bird. Huh. Not sure birds are ever ranged. Much less deranged, but a colorful description. Is that what you want out of your guitar solos? The great Eddie Van Halen has passed.
4: Yep, yeah, don't smoke, kids. Um, this is why you're always, oh, there's a vice presidential debate tonight Pence and the soon to be president, Kamala Harris, which will be one of the most interesting stories in presidential history. Should she end up president? And I think she will
3: if a Biden wins. Yes, a mediocre person who nobody likes ends up president somehow.
4: Right, you know what's left out of this conversation too much. Uh, you know, Trump did too much of this or not enough of that or whatever. If he loses, rarely do we go back to the same party after a two, two-term president.
3: Um, oh no, it's it's very very rare. I mean, that may have been factor one in George H. W. Bush losing three Republicans in a row. Yeah, Reagan, Reagan, Bush.
4: And I know this is first term, but like, so we, you know, we we do, and this has seemed like forty years. And part of it's Trump, part of it's just our compressed media cycle, so I don't know. Um, This is why you're always late, and it's not your fault, it says here. It is your fault. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is your fault.
5: But Let's hear out this article. There are, there are,
4: <laughs> there are people that are, that are psychologically more prone to it than others.
3: Um, the idea that anybody needs more excuses made for their failings huh? is crazy to me. This writer says, my "I my
5: fault,
4: Joe." This writer yeah. says, "I have a tendency to be late, but only to certain things. I rarely am late on a deadline or to an interview. I like to be exactly on time and not 1 minute sooner. However, I'm almost always late to a party, a meeting, or an appointment. And wondered why it was and look into this book, Late: A Time Bender's Guide to Why We Are Late and How We Can Change. Research shows that's research shows that 20% of the population finds it hard to be punctual." Uh, Time seems to work differently for those people in the way it uh, affects their brain.
0: Hmm. Sometimes
4: it stretches, sometimes it shrinks. Do
5: tell. Um, I do like the phrase time bender.
4: Right. (gasps) Some people seem to have a problem measuring time and typically underestimate by 20 to 30%. Yeah, I hear that. I have that. I I know I have that, and my wife points it out to me all the time. I'll say... You know, I'm going to go get a pizza. It'll take me about how long. She says you always underestimate how long it's going to take. It's going to take this long. Right. And she always has a much bigger number than I have, and I always think it's not going to take me that long. And she's always right,
3: and I'm always wrong.
4: But for some reason, I always think it's going to take me less time, and I have no idea why I
3: would do that. You know when time stands still more than any other occasion? It's when your spouse runs into the grocery store to get one thing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It seems like they're in there long enough to fill a shopping cart Oh, my God. And, like, restock the shelves after they're done. What is she doing <laughs> What there? the I, hell is taking looking
4: I, at your watch? I remember my dad saying that to us while we're sitting in the car when I was a little kid. She's probably talking to somebody.
3: It's like <laughs> it's like a 130-foot walk. The tomatoes are right there. Check out some Rebecca to the car. It's been
2: 10 minutes.
4: I know. Uh, but I did think that was interesting that perhaps, and it's not an excuse, you still got to figure it out, but maybe 20% of the population, for whatever reason, their brain's ability to anticipate how long something's going to take is, is doesn't work right. Yeah, you're probably better at something else. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, sure. Well, um, this is one I do. Try to fit in extra tasks just before the deadline because they feel uncomfortable with closure. Well, I don't know about feeling uncomfortable with closure, but.
5: No, but I do that all the time. I'm like, well, I don't have to leave for three minutes. Let me try yeah. to jam this five-minute yeah. task in, Yeah. and then it takes longer, and then I'm leaving a little later oh, than I anticipated. That yeah. is
4: weird. I like the part up here about there's some things I'm never late for. Like, I've my son has never been late for anything school-related, mm-hmm. and he's always worried we're going to be late, and I always say, have you ever been late for it? Have I ever, ever gotten you late for anything? No, not one time, and you're not going to. He never is late for anything.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, Very good. Good parenting.
4: Yeah. Um, have a mental block about transition time and as a result, regularly leave home around five minutes later than they intended. Oh, yeah. Subconsciously resist leaving until the last minute, shaving journey times to the minimum and not allowing for the unexpected or even the expected. Um, I, I can't I can't even imagine what goes on in a person's brain like mine with some things to where being there a minute early just seems like a crime <sighs> against
3: humanity. You've wasted a chunk of your life. Which is now weird. Now, here I sit with no, nothing to do. No, with... you
4: know what would be better is to be highly stressed for the next 45 minutes, wondering if I'm going to make it on time. Breaking <laughs> traffic <laughs> laws. would be much more enjoyable. Endangering
3: your life and others.
4: <laughs> Ruining my brake pads. Right. This would be much more enjoyable than if I got there in a minute early. Right.
2: It's just
4: weird. Yeah, I you know what. It's probably uh,
3: deep in your genes.
4: Time benders have a hard time breaking the habit. I don't believe we can ever free ourselves from the mindset. We can act out of preference, blah, blah, blah. Uh, m- mostly it's a recognizing that you have the problem and you adjusting sure, yeah. for it. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's a subconscious tendency. Once you recognize it, you can deal with it. It does
4: throw in some of this stuff to, uh, you know, to say nice things about the people who are late. People who arrive early for meetings and events are often less productive than those who arrived a few minutes late,
3: says studies. Well, and they're punished for old late Larry uh, yeah. screwing around. I say start every meeting on time to the second I agree. on time. I agree. Why would you wait? I, I don't know. It would reform people in a big hurry. And when oh, oh, they no, the meeting started. Ooh. And when they walk in, mock <laughs> them cruelly. Yeah. Call them out by name.
1: Armstrong and Getty. No purchase necessary. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.